So here is the question of the day. Do the words grateful and thankful mean the same thing? Today on the Weekly Walk podcast, Eric and I dig pretty deep into that question and we talk about the things that delight us. We talk about the benefits of practicing gratitude, thankfulness, and spotting the delights in your life. And we encourage you all to embrace that practice. So if you're looking for a little more joy and a little more happiness, and if you're looking to even boost your immune system, lace up your sneakers and let's get going. Hey, Eric. Hey, Joyce. I have a question. Shoot. Is there a difference between the words thankful and grateful? Yes. No. (laughs) Yes and no. Yes and no. Fair enough. How do you interpret them? Because I've really been wrestling with this over the course of the last few weeks. They're definitely used interchangeably. But the way I sort of break it down personally is thankful is more immediate, a little smaller of the moment, and grateful is more bigger picture, in in my opinion. And as I was thinking about this, I was actually thinking that it should be called Greatsgiving, <laughs> because I, th- I think at Thanksgiving, we're really expressing our gratitude on the big things. The big scale, friends, family, our blessings of being able to eat together and watch football. I mean, that's a that's a huge thing when you when you break it all down. So that's sort of how I do it. And one of the ways that I kind of think of it is, you know, when someone holds the door open for me at the coffee shop when I'm walking out with a cup of coffee in each hand, uh-huh. I'm not grateful. But I'm thankful. I say thank you. So, you know, and when I see a sunrise, it's not like I say, thank you, son, <laughs> though I could, but I am grateful for that experience. How about you? I don't know. I've been I've been thinking about this. I did a little bit of research, right? So I looked up the definitions and Oxford defines thankful as pleased and relieved. I didn't really appreciate the relieved word. I don't quite, it didn't resonate with me. I don't know. I guess if like a woodpecker was tapping on the side of our house, as it's happened on occasion, I would be thankful when but it, it relieves. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Merriam-Webster design, defines thankful as conscious of benefit received, expressive of thanks. So that's not super helpful, right? Expressive of thanks. Merriam-Webster defines as thankful. Well, that that sort of goes to my holding the door open, like you're conscious of the benefit received. Oh, yeah. I was, con- I was conflating the two. Right, right, right. Um, and then Oxford defines grateful as feeling or showing an appreciation of kindness, comma, thankful. <laughs> so Oxford totally conflates the two. Merriam-Webster defines grateful as appreciative of benefits received. Right. So that sort of goes to my sunrise. I'm definitely appreciative of all the benefits of a sunrise. They're uh, benefits, meaning 
I'm here for another day. <laughs> Benefits meaning we have the sun around our planet and sunlight and plants that grow, et cetera, et cetera. And it goes to gr great giving, which is we are, you know, appreciative of the bounty of our lives. So, yeah. Yeah, but you see, Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for my mother's stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'd be thankful for your mother's stuffing, but you're grateful for your mother and her having you, raising you, all those things. Fair. And henceforth where the stuffing comes from. <laughs> Great thanksgiving. Henceforth? So you, I'm using big words. <laughs> you're using big, big thoughts and big words today. I'm grateful think, for those big thoughts and big words. I think we should maybe work to rebrand Thanksgiving. Starting here, folks. You heard it first. Uh, how are we? Great-sgiving? Great, great-sgiving. Great-sgiving. Sounds like great. it's grating on you. It's I know. Not, it's it, not, doesn't it, does, have a, it doesn't have that ring to it. No, but I'll come up with something. All right, you've got um, about 28 minutes to come up with something. <laughs> okay. So let's explore. Wait, I've come up with it. All right. It's brilliant. Go. Grateful day. Great. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? That was it. Yeah, I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to use grateful and thankful a little bit interchangeably because when you go out and look at the research around all of the benefits of a thankful practice, what you find are all of the benefits of a gratitude practice. So I feel like the world sort of uses them interchangeably. And we've talked on this podcast in the past about what I sometimes call delights. So we sort of have three things. We've got gratitude for the big, beautiful things in our life, the things we feel deeply. We've got thankfulness for the, the little things for which we're appreciative during the course of our lives. And then we have delights for the things that we encounter during the course of our life that give us a little spark of delight. And you know what can summarize or, or encapsulate? encapsulate all of that what moose <laughs> is this how we feel about moose or how moose lives his life i think this is about how we feel about moose okay uh all right so grateful for anybody who's new to our podcast moose is our dog there's our mid-sized labradoodle who's just a mush okay moose i am grateful for moose I'm grateful for our dog, the joy he brings our family, the fun we have with him. The, the little, companionship he's brought to our kids. The little kisses that he gave me when I was trying to stretch this morning. So I'm grateful for Moose. I am thankful <laughs> when Moose licks up the little mess that I spill in the kitchen. So I'm thankful for that. And then... I am delighted when Moose runs out and does my favorite trick that I taught him, which is to retrieve the morning paper. Which so, he does with so much joy and pride. So grateful, thankful, and delight from the, from the experience of our dog Moose. I think it just sums it up perfectly. Huh. Should have saved that for the end because that was a mic drop. Oh. <laughs> 
All right. Should we talk a little bit about some of the benefits that we get? And I don't mean we, you and me. I mean, we as humans get from really acknowledging the things for which we're grateful, the things for which we're thankful and the things that delight us. Absolutely. So we are all we've talked about this many times, but it bears repeating. We are all gifted with a deeply entrenched negativity bias. It is the reason why people can't stop looking at the car wrecks. Yep. You have so, anything to say about that? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just sort of, uh, I would say, part of the human condition is to have this negativity bias. We've discussed it a lot. Um, and the, the benefit of it, I mean, the reason we have it is it helps keep us safe. Right. So. I, the the goal is not to get rid of your negativity bias because I actually don't I don't know that you can. I think part of the exercise around that is to see it for what it is. Sort of, ah, you ready? Yeah. Be thankful to your negativity bias for trying to keep you safe. I would say be grateful for your negativity bias. See, and I would say thankful because your negativity bias, I think using kind of your construct, your negative, you can be grateful in the global sense, but what I'm saying is when you have a negative thought or a fear-based thought, look at it, acknowledge it, and thank it for being there trying to keep you safe and move past it. Exactly. That's thankful. Right. And then, and then, but I think be grateful for the fact that you have a whole negativity bias is part of the human condition. Okay, maybe, but that doesn't help you navigate your life. I'm talking about how to navigate your day-to-day -day. your day-to-day -day. yeah in, in your day-to-day -day, i agree with you 100 be thankful interesting yeah we are coming up with a whole construct around this yes we are okay so being thankful when your negativity bias rears its pointy head because i don't know your negativity bias in my brain wears a black pointy hat <laughs> it does what does it? it i know what does it look like in your brain i haven't really given it much thought so, all right, well, be thankful for it. And then your gratitude or thankful process, practice, that's the word I'm looking for, can help you move past it. So overcoming, I don't even like overcoming, uh, sort of learning to live with your negativity bias and not let it have as strong and negative impact on how you live your life. Well, I, and I think part of that is with our negativity bias, we can look at those things, things to avoid, things, you know, even the negativity bias of thinking that we've hit every single red light in this drive, even though we haven't. Sometimes we have. When we were driving home from Westchester <laughs> two weeks way. ago, we hit every it, red light. It seemed that way. But I, I think just having this gratitude and thankful practice whether it you equate or relate or correlate it with your negativity bias, I think just having it is just going to improve your quality of life. I don't understand what you're saying because you're like disagreeing with me, but I don't know what you're disagreeing with me about. No, I'm not really. I'm I'm just taking it to a, a in a different tangent. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think being thankful for your negativity bias is great. Full? No. <laughs> but I think having a... Uh, gratefulness practice in general that's not correlated with any 
negativity bias that, is also positive. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I was saying at all. Okay. Uh, what I was saying is that one of the benefits of having a gratitude, a thankful, and a delight practice uh, is that it helps to uh, counteract that negativity bias. But I'm saying one of the ways you can't just you can't just snap your fingers and do away with your negativity bias because it's wired. So the question is, how do you best navigate it? That's all I was saying. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And of course, you can't just snap your fingers and get rid of your negativity bias. Nor the should that, you. The word that came to my mind was sort of balance. You're balancing out your negativity bias with a thankful or gratitude practice. Yeah. So, okay. Um, the other, uh, the other, or among the benefits of a thankful or gratefulness or delight practice, or I'm thinking all of the above, uh, is that you really do retrain your brain to start looking for those moments, looking for those things. And I'm sort of seeing, as we're talking about it, sort of this almost hierarchy which I think is sort of where you started, right? Gratitude is the big one, the deep one. Thankful is the day-to-day -day one. And delight is like the little one. Yeah, and I think that's actually a good way of sort of ranking it. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the moose scale. Oh, my of, gosh. Of gratitude to delight. <laughs> so, uh, and those are not opposite end, ends of the spectrum. They're, they're one continuous spectrum. But I think that sort of uh, is a good analogy. So, anyway, having, cultivating this kind of view of walking through your life, there's a lot of research that shows that it helps you refocus your attention and I think we all could use a little bit of that. We could probably use a lot of that. Yeah, and it it goes to the TED talk with the monk where he says it's not that happy people are grateful. It's that grateful people are happy. So, Which is so empowering, right? Because it means there are things you can do because this kind of practice is active the way we're talking about it and the way we are kind of recommending people try to embrace it. It's active. It's something you can do constructively to move yourself towards a happier place. And even others. You know, I was thinking off times, again, using the holding the door analogy, sometimes someone will hold a door and I'll, I'll go, uh, you know, sort of mumble, thank you, you know, just sort of say it. Um, Profunctory perfunctory yes and other times i'm like thank you and i noticed the other day and i'm sure this isn't the first time i've noticed this that when i said you know thank you sort of clearly and loudly whatever so that the person actually felt it like they sort of smiled and i sort of smiled so it goes sort of to that whole karma spreading kindness and spreading thankfulness and gratitude. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting, interesting thought. I think we often talk about these gratitude practices as super private, right? People, some people, many people maybe, more people hopefully after this podcast, keep a gratitude journal. But people keep it quiet. I don't know why. It's one of those, it's like your, your secret um, 
you know, diary from when you're a teenager. People... And when, when you had a crush on Susie McGillicuddy? Was Did you three have a desks, cru- three Did... desks away from you? Did you have a crush on Susie McGillicuddy? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was Lucy from Ricky and Lucy's maiden name. Of course I know it's, that. It's Fee-Fi-Fo-Fuddy. I smell the blood of a McGillicuddy. Do you ever see that one? <laughs> it was like the Jack and the Beanstalk dream episode. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Things that are clogging up my brain. It's really something. <laughs> I'm grateful that I have a big enough brain to hold all these crazy thoughts and memories. As am I. I have no idea. What was I talking about? Um, you... Just expressing gratitude and keeping a gratitude journal and being public with it you could keep a gratitude journal on your social media that would be awesome you could uh so uh, i did totally lose my train of thought but uh yeah gone (laughs) sorry blame it on lucy So there is research, and some of the research I love comes out of the Mayo Clinic, where they talk about some of the concrete benefits of practicing gratitude and thankfulness. And they've shown, of course, it can boost your mood because we've talked about this. It can help combat depression. And there are some studies where they have literally worked with people who are suffering from depression and sort of forced them. I force them isn't the right word, but part of their practice, treatment, whatever you want to call it, was to have kind of a formal gratitude, thankfulness practice. And they've seen meaningful boosts in people's mood and at least a lightening of their depression, even though, as I say all the time, when you need it most, you feel like it the least. Um, They have seen benefits to pain management. They've seen improvements in your immune system and immune response. I mean, the list is really long because it turns out you ready i'm ready your mind and your body they are one Mm. they're intrinsically connected the things that you think about impact your body shocking right shocking unheard of i know i'm grateful for that (laughs) are you sometimes (laughs) sometimes <laughs> <laughs> seriously are you uh yeah we'll save that for another podcast <laughs> the doctor is in doctor is in so in do you know more about these studies like did they do like double blinds or anything like that they just had people practice gratitude and um, saw the results i i am sharing the results of the studies i have not read each of those studies recently actually though i did look into these with a lot more depth um, actually when i wrote my last book but my current book is so deep in uh, walking research that these studies i'm just pulling the results not the details of the study got it got it so if all this gratitude and thankfulness and you know why are we Basically, most of us sort of lumping it all in one day of the year. Great, um, great skipping. Because <laughs> uh, we're busy. I'm too busy. I actually, I mean, I, my plate is so full that I don't have two minutes or three, the three minutes it would take to capture some thoughts of gratitude every morning. I just don't, I don't have three minutes. I don't buy that. No. <laughs> I think you're sort of leading me somewhere, so I'm going to call BS on you for that one. I, I, I do think 
I think there's some truth to it only in that we don't make it a priority and therefore we don't carve out even the little bits of time because it frankly always feels like there's something else that has to get done. Like here's the question. Okay. I can either empty the dishwasher as I do every single morning or I can take three minutes for a gratitude practice. But the dishwasher's got to get emptied. So the gratitude practice, it can wait. I, I would say the dishwasher can wait. You say and... that now. <laughs> <laughs> you have said many times, I hate emptying the dishwasher. And you usually fill the dishwasher, so it's my job to empty the dishwasher. I'm... That's how our relationship works. But see, here's the thing. What? I'm grateful that we have a house with a dishwasher and I'm thankful for you for emptying it, but I'm also grateful that I have the capability to empty it. So, you know, on those days when I empty it, I don't begrudge anything about it at all. But there is another, uh, there's another, I appreciate that, thank you, but there's another kind of uh, point that I'm trying to make around it's, this. There's always something else to do besides it, taking the time to do a gratitude journal or whatever. Exactly. So I think that's I, the the question on the table is why don't we do it? So I think that's one of the reasons we don't do it is it does it never feels urgent and it's and therefore it's very hard to make it a priority. So that's that's which is stupid to your point, <laughs> right? And to kind of my sarcastic point, 2 minutes. Yeah, a I, minute. I did it during COVID. And then you when, stopped. Okay, when so we that we were on lockdown. So I, why did you stop? Got bored. <laughs> I no, I actually don't know why I stopped. I just sort of stopped. Well, but I, I think this is a relevant it's a relevant question that deserves a little bit more than why why did you stop? I mean you not not to you were well this this goes to my next sort of one of my house twos, but were you a morning or an evening gratitude person? I don't remember. I think I was a morning. Okay, so now your morning practice, not to call you out publicly, um, but you wake up and open your phone. Well, I've been working on that, and now I wake up and I open a book. But before you open the book, why don't you take 60 seconds for gratitude? That's a good idea. No, but I'm, like, I'm, I'm genuinely asking the question. Like, I mean, I can talk about why I don't do it. Why well, I haven't been doing it the last several months. Um, yeah, I just sort of fell out of the practice. And, yeah. you know, that's simple as that. No, there's no like, well, I'm not going to be grateful. <laughs> well, that's the thing. All right. So wait, I want to go back to why we don't do it. So one of the reasons we don't do it is because we just don't cultivate that practice. Mm -hmm. uh, we think we're too busy. I think there's a little bit of something deeper going on for many people, which is, we don't want to tempt fate. Yeah, that's sort of that's sort of your thing. I don't I don't have that at all. But you've mentioned that a few times. I know. I don't know how you don't have that. Yeah, not for the, not for something like the gratitude practice. Like, yeah, in other contexts, whatever you know, I I may may want to avoid tempting fate. But in general, in gratitude, thankfulness, delight, the things that we're discussing. Um, yeah, no, no fear of that at all. And you, you, that's, totally. that's your jam. 
<laughs> oh, it happens all the time. I, it just happened yesterday. I can't even remember what it was, but something went badly wrong and I took full responsibility for it because the day before I had been like, look how great this is going. And then it crashed and burned. Uh, yeah, that often, I, like <laughs> if we're driving somewhere and oh, it, it, like driving through the city, I will never say, I can't believe there's no traffic because as soon as you say that, you're going to get stuck in bumper to bumper. Well, it happens to me literally all the time. So I do think that I control the world because <laughs> when we're driving and I say, I can't believe there hasn't been any traffic, invariably we get slammed. So if I were to say while we're driving, I'm so thankful there's no traffic. See? I just proved my point. This is why I don't have a thankful or gratitude <laughs> practice. Done. Because if I do, I will tempt fate and my life will go to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, but I think that's sort of situational. I, I think you can still be grateful for the bigger things and well, not have that. I, no. that's You're but, not helping. <laughs> you You realize you don't actually have control over the traffic. I totally, clearly I do. I mean, time and time again. And it's not just the traffic. Like, this has been proven in my life over and over again. It's, I'm trying to remember if some, it just happened yesterday or the day before. So, oh, I know what it was. What? Your mother. Can we talk about your mom? Sure. So your mom had been falling quite a bit. And literally two days ago, I said, isn't this great? Your mom hasn't fallen in weeks. And what happened? Uh, fell down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Clearly, I control the world. <laughs> and any thankful or gratitude practice of my own is going to have a name. I'm out. I can't believe you made my mother fall down. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't believe, I can't believe you don't think this is a problem. The tempting fate of a gratitude practice. I think in, in the broadest sense, I don't think it's a problem. I think in the traffic sense, I don't think you made my mother fall down. I don't think you actually make traffic appear. But I do think it's just a little superstition. All right. So your recommendation is I avoid this practice altogether so I don't single-handedly destroy our life. I don't think that's what I said. <laughs> I think I sort of said the opposite, but okay, continue. So why else don't we have a, a gratitude practice? Well, we talked a lot about our negativity bias. So our gratitude and thankfulness practice would be uh, uh, negatively correlated with that, right? So it has to be an affirmative kind of practice. Got it. Um, and... Sorry, we're having some technical difficulties we're concerned about, which seem to be resolved. Um, and the last, I think, for me again, is a potential fear of complacency. That being grateful will bring about complacency? Totally. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see that, but it certainly doesn't have to be that way. So you can be grateful and still, you know, grateful for your job or whatever and still continue to work. <laughs> so 
I, you know, you're grateful for, you know, your, your physical state that you've built up from years of walking and working out and all that. And just because you're grateful doesn't mean you're going to stop. You're going to stop. Right. So. No, I agree. This one, this one I've made much more personal <laughs> progress around uh, as opposed to the fear of tempting fate and controlling everything and all of that. All right. So how do we do it? We actually are running low on time. How do we build our gratitude practice? We talked about journaling, which I think is is great. And, well, I, I, and I, I didn't look into this, but there are apps that you can do too. You can oh, I had a, have a I, gratitude journal right on your phone. I was using a wonderful gratitude app for a while. Uh, and maybe I'll go back to it. It was super simple. Like I like apps that just honestly... I like apps that do one thing. Right. And this was this was a little app that let you capture a gratitude thought. And if you wanted, capture an image too, which is sometimes fun when you're walking. Um, and that leads to the next idea, which is tie your thankful or gratitude practice to something. Meaning every time you walk, you start your walk or you end your walk with a thought of thankfulness or gratitude. Or like we were talking about, uh, like I was doing, was when, when I woke up in the morning, which I'll try to start doing again. There are uh, So there are morning gratitude people and there are evening gratitude people. And I don't think it matters which one you are, because if you're a morning gratitude person, uh, then you launch into your day with a positive thought. If you're an evening or a nighttime gratitude person, then you close out your day reflecting on things. And I think they're both great. So I have tried to be a nighttime gratitude person because I love the idea of closing out the day. Um, but as as you know, by night, my brain is not great. Yeah, I, I think if you want to be a superhuman, you can do both a morning and evening <laughs> gratitude Yeah, but then practice. you'd be like so positive. You'd be one of those people who's walking around happy all the time. And, and who you, wants to be yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> your, friend, your friends would hate you. <laughs> so uh, oh. we jest. Um, and what else? Gratitude partner. So you have an accountability partner, just like a walking partner, or a gym partner. You have a gratitude partner. You say, hey, Tom, what were you grateful for today? And the, you text each other. There are literally people who do this, who have somebody in their life. And it's a really nice idea uh, and way to connect with somebody who you love, but with whom you are kind of disconnected. So a family member who lives someplace else, a dear friend. Like I'm thinking about people in my life. I would love to do this with like Sue. Mm -hmm. Like she'd be the perfect gratitude partner. All right. So as we wrap it up, what are you thankful or grateful for today? Well, am I, are we talking about gratitude, thankfulness, or delighted? But you, can you, can you do all three real quick? I, it's a big ask. Yes, I am. I am deeply, profoundly grateful for the construct of our life. You, our kids, our home, our health, our moose. I mean, I have profound and deep gratitude for that. Uh, I am thankful for, uh, gosh, I'm thankful. Hmm. I'm thankful that we're here. I'm thankful that I'm feeling good this morning. I'm thankful that my back doesn't hurt today. Uh, I'm thankful that I got a little workout in today. 
I'm thankful for my afternoon walk I have planned. And as usual, I was delighted by my morning coffee. <laughs> and you? Grateful, thankful, and delighted. Go. Well, grateful for all the things that you described. That's just, that just is. Uh, thankful for something that I'm looking forward to, which is uh, work out this afternoon with my gym buddies. So I'm thankful for that. And I am, what am I delighted by? Oh, I'll, I'll go with Moose. He, he, I was stretching this morning when I woke up and he was just giving me little kisses that were delightful. Can I give you another, something that I think you're delighted for right now? Sure. That sweatshirt. Oh, <laughs> I got this greatest hoodie from this company called Tear that makes athletic wear. And I have just this big, warm, snuggly hoodie on this first, I think, really chilly or chilliest morning of the year so far. So uh, right. am I so, thankful for this or delighted? No, you're delighted by, by that delighted sweatshirt. By All, right. All right. So we encourage everybody to spend some time thinking about what are you grateful for? What are you thankful for? And what are you delighted by?